Hello everyone, I'm Mr. Frisco and this is my real estate show. Today on my show, Frisco Housing Market Updates. My guests today are gonna be Tina Willinslow and Brooke Ditterland with uh, Art of Strategic Consulting, a boutique marketing company. And the Texas summer is just around the corner. And uh, I will give you some uh, pro tips how to prepare your home for the coming summer. Meet Mr. Frisco, a realtor selling residential real estate in Frisco and far north Dallas. As a former professional athlete, track and field and strength and conditioning coach, Mr. Frisco immigrated to the USA 20 years ago with $50 in his pocket, a suitcase and zero English to pursue the American dream and build a successful real estate business. Hardworking, persistent, customer service and detail oriented, Mr. Frisco strives to secure a smooth closing on his client's biggest investment, their home. He puts his experience and knowledge to serve his clients the best way possible. Building his business by referral allows him to maintain relationships with his clients and serve them even after the transaction is closed. This is Frisco Realty News with Mr. Frisco. Welcome to the other edition of the Free School Real Estate Market Update. This is for February 2023 and we have a lots of news, uh, new data for you. The existing home price in Frisco for February 2003 decreased by 7.8% compared to the same period in 2022 to reach $575,000. Additionally, the median price for February 2023 declined by 7.7% compared to January of this year. The number of, ho of houses available for sale on the market has decreased to 175, which is 110.8% lower than at the same time the last year. Moreover, there was a 9.79% decrease from January to February. With such low inventory levels, Frisco remains extremely competitive real estate market. The median sales of existing homes arose by 2.6% year over year, with 120 homes sold in February compared to January. Home sales increased by 39.53%. That's a great thing. And the median days on the market for February were 27, which is 575% higher than the same time last year when it was just, guess, only four days. This means selling a home in February takes 20 days less than in January. The inventory on the market for January was again at a low of one month supply, which is still considered a seller's market. And the pending sales decreased 33.8% year over year to 120 homes, while February pending sales were down 39.4% compared to January with 95, uh, no, sorry, 94 homes pending. These figures suggest um, a negative outlook for existing home sales in the coming month. All right, now, now we have here um, the entire, not the entire, but the head of the Art of Strategy Consulting Marketing <laughs> Company, correct? Yes. Uh -huh. The hat. Okay. Uh, actually, two hats. Two hats. Which is much better. <laughs> yeah. Much better than the one, all right? Right. They think alike and they, they, they're more creative. All right. Uh, well, ladies, it has been on almost uh, more than a year 
that we know each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It, 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 to me, it's like a century, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have to. Yeah, yeah so we had good times uh, yeah. and exciting times. Uh, but um, now you're on my show because um, I would like to introduce you to my audience. Um, oh, and um, I'm glad to have you. We're happy to be here. We're excited. So we said two heads. How, how did you meet each other? How that happened, that miracle? How did that happen? Uh, Brooke can probably answer it better, but um, she was a client of mine for 15 years. So I met her through work, and then it has progressed to where I stole her about five years ago Mm -hmm. now um, for Art of Strategy for the Director of Client Services. That's kind of good steal. It was a great steal. I I was the, the benefactor there for sure. The, the other company still regrets, I believe. So. <laughs> They're sad. <laughs> still graving the loss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anything to say about that, Rook? Yeah, no. I I actually, um, it's it's interesting. Not only was I a client, but she's the first person I actually met when I moved to Dallas. Um, and I moved here to run a nonprofit organization. And she was doing the marketing services for that nonprofit or that business organization. And um, so I got to know her very well over the phone first. <laughs> yeah, we did have like a phone relationship. A lot of hours on the phone. Um, and we built trust uh, and communicated very effectively together as client and owner of the marketing agency that I was u- utilizing. And um, so we just took it from there. All right. But you, you perf- uh, what I see working with you, mm-hmm. you have perfect synergy in business, all right? Um, was that the spark that, uh, that you see the talent in her to invite her or just she was looking for a job? Or no, you, no, you no. just You just broke the door and I stole her? I just was like, hey, stealing. <laughs> I did not. I basically, like she said, we'd worked together for 15 years and she has an incredible vision and ability to view other scenarios through other people's eyes. And so when we were looking for a director of client services, she's actually the first person I thought of because she can effectively communicate to the team what the client wants and in a way that's not overbearing but gets the importance of it across. And that is a crucial skill that we needed because I can get a little tunnel vision and a little pulled in different directions. And she has the ability to focus me and the team like a laser. And that is, I think, one of the best things that she brings to the table. Great. Well, uh, Tina, that's a question for you. Uh, You're the owner uh, of this company. For how long time has been the company in this? This rendition of it, um, I've had several companies, but I started Art of Strategy in 2013. So we're at our 10-year anniversary. It was in January, 10-year anniversary in January. January. So we have been uh, around the block a bit. All right, 10 Uh, years. And how many years have you been with the company, Brooke? I've been there since 2017. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So she's been an, an early adopter in in those terms because we plan to be around for quite a while. It's but almost in the beginning. Yes. Uh-huh. So actually, she was one of your first clients, let's say, or how did it happen? Um, we had, in a former company, we purchased another company. And when we did that, we got a block of their business. And Brooke's company was in that block of business. So we got to know her pretty early in her career there and pretty early in our career too. So it wasn't like the first client, but we were in the beginning stages. She arrived with a block, okay. Yes. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> a block. <laughs> a block. She stood out from that block, but she she, she arrived with a block. block. All right. <laughs> Bad phrasing. Bad phrasing. Oh boy. Okay. Oh okay. Uh, so uh, you become friends when she was in the other company still, or when she joined the company? Yeah, she and I have been friends pretty much from that first visit. We had an extraordinary first visit um she was in a scenario that was not pleasant and i helped solve that for her <laughs> she had so, an unhappy boss and well, we made the boss happy uh-huh. well the first connection is very important oh spark yes you know that's important uh-huh. um so since you have been friends i'm asking this question because you know, there's a saying, uh, don't, don't do business with friends. But you apparently probably become friends after that or kind of like that. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, you are running pretty well together. I mean, uh, because a lot of people say, if you're friends and you do business together and that's a ruin friendship, you know. Yeah. I kind of not believe it now. Well. Anymore. It's. This sounds odd but it's very much like a marriage in that we have to have very open communication as friends and as business people and um that communication which you're excellent at and you know i i commend you on that um has allowed us to transgress a lot of situations that we had to overcome when you do with a friend you know, hurt feelings or not hurt feelings or was I included or not included? How did that go? What do you think? You sometimes get a different opinion when you're friends with a person than you do if you're a business colleague. So it has been to our advantage, and Brooke, you can jump in here, to have that friendship because it cuts through a lot of the politeness and sometimes you need to to not be polite to get what you need. Yeah, I I agree completely. Um, for me, you know, we operate on just the the foundational facilities of honesty, open communication, um, communication about expectations on both sides, um, being realistic. Um, for the client, sometimes it's not always what they want to hear, and sometimes they, they would utilize information that's given, usually false information that's given from other businesses, in timelines for achievement or success. We don't operate on anything but. Um, we operate on what we want for ourselves is quality work um, and 
quality business partners. And we find that friendships often eliminate a lot of the um, unknowns. Um, uh, we already know uh, everything. The relationship yeah. already built. Yeah, it's there. So you it's can there. Build on top of it. Absolutely. It's a, a solid structure versus. Mm-hmm sometimes from scratch you have to get to know people and what mm-hmm. their expectations are. And so when you deal in business and friendship, that's that's what you build it on. Yeah, but expectations, again, it's about communication. Mm-hmm. If you don't have, have communication, you cannot set expectations. So That's uh, very true. Um, you have emphasized that to me on mm-hmm. more than one occasion. So I take it seriously. Yeah, and we, you better do Uh, all right um what uh, what's your as a marketing agency what's your focus um small businesses um individuals um, you are going after big corporations what's what's your focus because you boutique yeah but you're growing now um with all the you know um inconvenience of growing yeah but, uh, <laughs> yes but that's something normal you know I mean uh, what's your focus for us like when we say we want a perfect client it's usually someone big enough to know that they need a marketing budget but small enough to not have a marketing department so we fit really well in that niche because we can act as a fractional marketing department for companies So I'm not saying we don't work with people who have marketing departments. We do all the time. But um, when we're looking at potential clients and places that we want to go, that's usually where we, we start. And then, But it, it, it can range from individuals to small businesses. We have uh, one client that's much larger than that um, and have serviced them for over 15 years as well. So... Yeah, we have a large national clients, and then we have small, uh, single, just solo entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. entrepreneurs um, opening up different businesses and wanting to brand themselves. Um, we're also seeing a lot of like uh, people in um, industries like the insurance agency or um, attorneys that have their own law firm. Um, mm-hmm they're finding that working with us is so much easier because basically they allay what, what their their vision is for their business. And then we go back and implement according to their personality, who they want to do business with, who they're looking for. We evaluate target personas. We do it all for them. So we know what their expectations are because we've agreed upon it before we implement the strategy for them. So um, we love working with small small businesses and entrepreneurs as well because we can work from them for a start. And we have a lot of those that have grown and are yeah. growing um, because of us. So. Yeah, we've taken a couple from a popsicle stand to a hot dog store. So they've grown a little bit. So not a little bit, a lot. Um, and we want to continue to help that with our clients. So. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like your business model because I have I have uh, I have met a lot of marketing people and they call me every day. Mm, you know, the only one that uh, I talk to, unfortunately, but uh, that's a good thing. That's a very good yes, thing. We're and uh, honestly, you're the only one that I met that you offer a strategy. And I like the name, by the way. That's a, you offer entire strategy to a companies 
to develop and uh, gain business. And uh, that's amazing. Uh, and you do an amazing job in that. So, um, thank you. Welcome. Uh, but, um, yeah, the strategy. I, I think that each company needs to have a strategy to do, you know, marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, a lot of people, they are, they're just, uh, I think they confuse marketing with advertising. Is there any difference between two of them? This is my interpretation of it. So your mileage may vary, but um, I usually view advertising as more of a direct sale scenario. So you're advertising to somebody where marketing advertising is part of that, but it's a larger concept. So um, when you're thinking about the strategy, we think that there are advertising in there, but it's more you're directly talking to your potential client and you're asking for the sale. Mm. Um, With marketing, it's more um, voice and persona and overall strategy and advertising may be a part of that but but not always okay so right. uh so do you do almost everything i mean in the marketing um mails postcards uh, you know i know it from my personal <laughs> from, experience. from you yeah uh, but uh, a lot of people are not uh, not very familiar with um, with the social media and how much social media now uh, impact uh, the the small business, especially. Uh, there are hard time, there are hard times now for um, for, for for small business uh, and individual entrepreneurs to fight with the you know the big budget um, corporations. And uh, how how would you? Um, what would you advise them, and how how do you meet their needs to um, to get their exposure in the social media, and how important this is for yes. for, the, for them? I I usually start, and it and it's at the basis of strategy. But when we're talking about social media, I usually start with an editorial schedule because it lets you look from a ten thousand foot at what you're saying and to whom, and that that message can can vary because if you have a persona that you're talking to, you may have a different persona with a different message. You get that with Geico a lot where you'll have one, like the, the lizard is in one and then another, mm-hmm. it's a funny ad, but that's mm-hmm. a different persona that they're going for. Yeah. So that strategy um, with social media is how we start. And then as a tip, I would say that if you are a small business right now, I would get in Instagram reels. Now, um, they have the algorithm open, which means that they're showing it to more people for no money. Um, at some point soon they will close that down and you will have to pay for the same access. So, um, I'm recommending that and also that you get your Google Analytics 4 set up correctly. Uh, I'm familiar with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, I like I like more exposure for free. That's a yes. uh-huh. that's an interesting concept so you you have to 
Did you did you hear people? Did you hear small business owners? You have more. You have a chance. More exposure for free. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that that you're gonna get. Then in a little bit, they're gonna shut it down. You're gonna have to pay. Just like with Facebook, when you had the business profile, everybody was like, "Let's get a business profile. Let's get a business profile," which is great. And then they were like, "Oh, to see that business profile now, you have to boost." And they'll do the same thing on the Instagram side once they have gotten enough market share away from TikTok, but they're not there yet. So yeah. there's an opportunity, and I would take advantage. No, I heard the Chinese are selling TikTok today. Oh, really? Mm, just well, a rumor on the TV. But they uh, sell I don't it know. To the Russians, probably. <laughs> I don't know to whom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know to whom. Yeah, man. <laughs> In this world, I don't know who is who there. That is Already. true. Um, okay, uh, I'm in a real estate business, and um, you know a lot of people I know there, and I know that uh, now you are building something. Um, you have already concept for realtors. Uh, what would you say, my fellow realtors, uh, you have for them? Um, we offer packages for social media and blogging that will elevate your SEO to a point where you can actually do that without having to have a lot of experience. We're working on a system now that will help you be able to post to your social media uh, quickly and also have the ability to mail out and do some other things for realtors that we know are important for canvassing and for getting the right audience and, you know, getting in front of the right audience. So we're doing that and um, we're, we're looking at that as a package for realtors because we know that they are squeezed right now in between the market and, you know, their budget. And so we're, we're, we're working on that. Okay. Well, my fellow realtors, call them. Brooke, you um, you actually um, director of um, client services. Client services. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, you network too. Okay, so actually that's one part that I know that you do very well. <laughs> and uh, she's yeah. got skills. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, but I mean. Um, Networking meets with a lot of people. Um, we soon gonna start, uh, you know, event together, uh -huh. um, and um, in twelve cuts. Yep. Yes. So um, you as well are uh, ambassador uh, in uh, and um, Metro Crest Chamber of Commerce, and you were ambassador of June. I yes, yeah, man, ambassador I of the month. month. <laughs> Of June. Yeah. Well, June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a rock star. That's uh, what we're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, what networking brought to you as a person and a business? You know, um, relationship building is what it's all about. Um, and the only way you can do that is interacting with others, um, learning more about what their challenges are, and knowing um, either how to do the research and train up on those topics so you can become an expert and resource for those folks. But um, I think 
you know, building those relationships and having the referral network um, is so important and vital. You may not go into a networking event and immediately get card, business cards that say, I want a contract. Um, we don't go in with, with that concept in mind. Um, being a servant leader, um, knowing that you want to help others, and knowing that just making connections for them to begin with gives them a sense of, number one, confidence um, in you um, that you are true to your word. I will do what I can to help you, and you are doing what you can to help them by making connections for them. Um, but also getting to know them a little socially outside of a meeting, um, just getting to know uh, what their other challenges are that exist as a person and how it's interacting with their business needs. Um, and if you can allay some of their fears and give them a plan of action that will help them uh, resolve any of their issues or challenges, um, they almost, you know, they, they it feel, the relationship. yeah, they feel in, endeared to you for that reason and it, they pay it forward. Um, and so we operate in that as we're servant leaders. Um, Tina's been kind enough, uh, in my position to let me be free, uh, enough with my time where I can do the networking events to do relationship building and, um, and then the Metricrest Chamber, I think it's important to also focus on your local communities. Um, so the health of the businesses in my local community where our businesses is the Carrollton, Addison, um, Dallas area, North Dallas area. Um, we don't live there, but we definitely believe that the health of those businesses uh, are um, just make it easier for us to have a healthy business there as well. So um, it impacts us. Yeah, it really does. It really does. So being involved in Metro Cross Chamber has been um, like a family. Um, I uh, joined them in January of 22. Actually, I met you in January of 22 at a networking event. Your networking event. I remember event. that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And, um, and it's the relationships we build. Um, it's it's um, helping others. Just helping others, so vital, so vital. Yeah, well, I'm a big believer in uh, building business based on relationships, and I, I see that you, you, you too. Building relationships is the most important in any any field, anywhere. Uh, so, um, it's all about connection. Uh, really yes, is. yes. So, uh, well, that's great. Um, I believe that after this podcast, a lot of people are going to try to reach out to you and uh, how they can reach out to you guys. How you can go to our website at artofstrategyconsulting.com. Uh, I'm Tina Winslow. This is Brooke Dieterland, so we're both on LinkedIn. Um, you can email us. It's our first name at artofstrategyconsulting.com. Mm -hmm. Or um, there's a phone number on our website. You can reach out that way. Or you can leave a comment, and we can respond. Well, that's great. Well, thank you very much for attending my podcast. Uh, thank I appreciate you for having us. a thank lot you for that you um, accepted my invitation. <laughs> and uh, well, I'll see you around because, yeah, we have a lot of work to, go, to do together. Yes, we yes, do. We do. All right. Thank you. And um, I'll see you soon. Thank you. Summer in Texas is prime time for hosting barbecue, crawfish, boils, and endless outdoor fun. So, now is the best time to prepare your home for summer fun. 
Nothing takes a toll on homes exterior like uh, winter storms. That's why now is the right time to brighten the exterior of your home with good washing. Rest assured, garden hose pressure will do. You can skip the power wash for this preparation. The same applies to outdoor desk. Wood desk and concrete patios can benefit from a scrub, but forget the power washer for sealed decks. After thoroughly drying, now is also a great time to resell your wood deck. Protect your outdoor plants and shrubs before beginning your exterior house wash. Nothing gives guests a pause like being asked to sit on a dingy outdoor furniture. Keep your patio furniture looking fresh by scrubbing them with mild soap, a soft bristle brush and water. Remember to check if your outdoor cushions and fabrics can withstand weather exposure before washing them. Nautic accents an outdoor party like a vibrant flower and garden bed. So now is the right time to mulch your beds. Mulching protects them from Texas droughts and dry, dry spells, reducing your outdoor water consumption. Preparing your beds now ensure your summer uh, parties pop with color from your favorite plants. Staying cooped up all winter can make things a little stale. So, pick a pleasant day to air out your house, open all your windows and, active, uh, and activate your AC to keep the air moving indoors. Exchanging the interior air over a few hours uh, breathes new, li new life to, into your home. Airing out your home is also an excellent time to change your season, seasonal decor. Replace dark winter covers like a bedding, uh, tablecloths, run, uh, runners, and uh, window treatments for the bright colors of spring and summer. Both seasons are bright and welcoming, and your decor should be also. Of course, nothing brightens the interior of your home like a fresh coat of paint. Examine your walls uh, for areas that need touch-ups, and uh, minor repairs. If you are going with a professional painter, hire them to complete the work in the spring to have your interior ready for a summer fun. Everyone loves a good summer party. That's why now is the perfect time to prepare. If you need help, Mr. Frisco has access to countless contractors and home professionals to complete everything on your list. Your summer is going to be great. Thank you for watching and I will see you on my next show.